If someone's reading in a Kisvei Kodesh, in a Sefer, which was written in those times as scrolls, like our Sefer Teres, Allah Skufa, and he was on a threshold, and one side of the scroll drops down and falls into the Rishis Ram, then he could roll it back towards himself. We'll see in the Gemara exactly what this is talking about. Is it talking about he's standing in Rishis Yochid, or is that a Skufa, a Karmas? Just as a second case, a if you're reading a Sefer on top of a Gag, which is for sure Rishis Yochid, but this Gag once again, it drops down from your hands. You're holding one side in your hand still, but the rest of the scroll drops down. If it drops down, but it's still above 10 Tvachim from the ground, then you can still roll it back to you into Rishis Yochid. But once it gets down and it's below 10 Tvachim and it's closer to the Rishis Ram, then then you cannot go and drag it back towards you and roll it back towards you, but you have to actually turn it over on the lettering. So you need to take the cloth and turn the letters and words towards the wall. So the Sefer should not be mutal bibazayin. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Rabbi Huda says that even if it's less than ten tefachim from the Rishis Ram, even if it's within a thickness of a needle or a pin towards the ground, but then have an anacha on the ground of Rishis Ram, you could still be goyle towards you. You could still roll it up and bring it into Rishis Yachid. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon gives even a further kulah. Even if it's actually lying on the ground itself, you could drag it and roll it up towards you. Since this is actually Kisver Kaidish and has Kedusha, we don't want that to be Munach Bebezayin, and therefore we allow you, even when it drops onto the Rishis Rabbim, but since you're holding one sign in hand, therefore there's no Isidurais over here, there's only Isidurabana, because maybe it'll all fall out of your hands, but by Kisver Kaidish, we don't make such a and therefore we allow you to roll it up, even if it's actually on the ground. Now, the Mishnah actually seems a little bit confusing, and we'll see how to understand it in the Gemara, and at the end of the Gemara, we'll come back to the Mishnah to explain the Mishnah exactly how we learn it once we get to the end of the Gemara and in order to start a Gemara let's start with three points number one as we know there's an Isra to carry or transfer something from Rishis Yachid to Rishis Ram or from Rishis Ram to Rishis Yachid as long as there was an Akira in one Rishis and a Hanacha in the other Rishis there is however no Isra to carry from Rishis Yachid or Rishis Ram to a Kamlis which is not considered Rishis Ram or Rishis Yachid however Midrabonin is also to carry even from Rishis Yachid or Rishis Ram to a Kamlis or vice versa as we know number two there's an Isra to carry four Amis or more in Rishis Ram and there is no Isra to carry less than four Amis in Rishis Ram number three all agree based on a Mishnah that you have an item that is not Sifrei Kaidish and is in your hand in Rishis Yachid and part of the item drops and lands in Rishis Ram even though the other part is still in your hand and is no Isra really to bring it back to Rishis Yachid but the Rabbanon are concerned that potentially the entire item could fall into Rishis Ram and therefore they were going not to roll the item back up and retrieve it back to Rishis Yachid and we will also see that all agree that there's not even an Isra Drabanon if an item did not come to rest in a separate Rishis so the Gemara starts what is the situation with the threshold in the ratio of the Mishnah? If the threshold was an area that was 10 Tvachim high and 4 Tvachim wide, the Kamrishis Ram, and in front of it is actually Rishis Ram, and therefore the safe is going and falling from Rishis Yachid into the space of Rishis Rabbim, and the ratio, one side is in your hand, one side is on the ground, because it doesn't make any difference between 10 Tvachim or not, and it's still Sargoy you'll let it go and roll it up and bring it to you in the Rishis Yachid, and it would come out that if we say this, that that's 
that's a pshat in the ratio, it comes out, then we don't make any xerah that maybe the whole entire scroll will fall out of your hands, it'll go into Rosh Hashanah, and then you'll go carry it from the Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah, which is of course an Issa Deraisa. We turn to Sadach Hashem and off, money, who is this going like? Rab Shimini, Lachayr is going like Shitz Rab Shimini, Domini, he says, Kal Domishum Mishum Shuvus, Eino Evin Fei Kisver Kaddish. Rab Shimini clearly said at the end of the Mishnah that when you have something like Kisver Kaddish, even though generally we have Issa Deraisa, and we wouldn't allow you generally to go and retrieve something that part of it fell into another Rishus because it could fall completely into that Rishus and that would be an Issa Deraisa, but by Kisver Kaddish, we don't make the Xera because of Bizei of Sifrei Kaddish. And let's see Rashi on the top line. Rab Shimini the Amal Gazer Shvus because Kisver Kaddish. The Irab Yehuda would be Rab Yehuda of a Mishnah. Ha'Amah Misulk Ben Aretz Mulechot Leimnach. Only if it's not touching the ground, who the guy lets like then you could actually go and roll it towards you. The Lekla Mixamidi. There's no reason for Xera to like double the field of cloud. It never dropped into another Rishus. Avahuna Kaldu Asa. But if it was actually lying in the other Rishus, even a drop, it would be Asa. The Gazer didn't go to be Adai Atu Hechad Lafikuloi. And even though it's Sifrei Kaddish, so the Gemara says Ema Sefer. But let's see the Sefer. Rab Yehuda Ima. Rab Yehuda says I feel in the Sulpin Aretz Mulechot. Like we just explained, and Rav Shimon, I'm Afilu Baritz Atzmai, Goyle because he doesn't make the Xerah, so it comes out. Raised to save Rav Shimon, Mitzias Rav Yehuda doesn't make sense. The first case in the Mishnah is going like Rav Shimon. The end of the Mishnah brings in the sheet of Rav Shimon, and the middle goes and talks about Rav Yehuda. So it doesn't generally do that. The Gemara says, I'm Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda, the says in Raised to save Rav Shimon, in Chadami. The Raised is Rav Shimon, the Sefer is Rav Shimon, Mitzias Rav Yehuda, and the middle case is Rav Yehuda. So that's the first shot how to learn our Mishnah according to Rav Yehuda the Amir. Rabba, Rabba. However, says Hachabes Kufa and he dresses Askinon. Umishim Bezayin Kisvakayin Shara Baran. Rabbi says the Rasha is even with the Rabbi Huda, but since this Rishus Yachid is an area that many people walk on and trample on, so even Rabbi Huda was Mako and wasn't Geizim and should covered Bekedusha Sasefa, so it shouldn't be Mutubad Bezayin. And Rabbanu weren't Geizim and allowed you to actually retrieve the Sefer Mashiachin. By the next case, when it was from a God and not a Mokum the Jesus Rabbim, there we are Geizim if you Rabbi Huda. We don't allow you to retrieve the Sefer into the since it's dragging on the Rishus Rabbim. And Lafi, what Rabbi just said, the Mishnah comes out very nice. The beginning of the Mishnah of the Askufa is Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda just saying, by an Askufa, since it's much more busy of a Sefer, therefore we're making much more. By a God, we're not making as much. And that's also Rabbi Huda's din. That's why when it gets close to the ground, you could roll up. But once it hits the ground, you can't roll it up in that case. Since the safe is not mutable bizarin as much in the case of the Gag, however, Rab Shimon, even by the case of the Gag, says it's considered a bizarin of Hegdish, and therefore we allow you to roll it up even if it's coming off of the Gag and even if it lands on the floor. Ace Rabbi, Abaya, though, yes, and Rabbi, we have a Bryce that explains our Mishnah and says, then the ratio of our Mishnah by the Eskufa, even though we said you're allowed to be Goyal Etzoy, and even if it was on the ground, that's only Teichdal Ramis, if it's within four Amis in the Rishis Ram, and therefore you're only dragging in four Amis in the Rishis Ram, you're never going out of four like we explained, you're never allowed to carry something midiraisa in a rishus ram if it's more than four ames. But since it's within four ames, therefore you can still be goyloy etzloy. But chutzladal, once it's going to be more than four ames that you have to drag in a rishus ram, then you also have to turn it over on the ksav. So the gemara's question is as follows: Vi am beskufa nidresses askina if we're talking about a skufa which is being trampled on, and therefore there's great pizu of hegdish mali teichdal ames mali chutzladal ames. What's the difference that within dal ames we say we're not guys that maybe will fall out of the 
hands, and therefore you'll go and grab it to you. Why? Because it's a great bazillion. even There's no Issa Deraisa I'm doing now, because since I'm holding it in my hands, I'm dragging it around, that's not an Issa Deraisa. The only Issa Deraisa, of course, by carrying something for Amos and Rishis Ram, is only if I make an Akira and a Hanukkah in Rishis Ram. But over here, of course, there was no Issa Deraisa. It's only a potential. Maybe I'll drop it, and then I'll carry it for Amos and Rishis Ram. So just like we said, that we don't make a Xera because of the bazillion of the Sefer. In the first case, we have Teichtal Amos, even if you're explaining it like Rabbi that's talking about a place where it's a scoop and addresses and it's being trampled on, of course we should say the same didn't applies and we shouldn't make the xera. Elam Abaya, therefore Abaya gives another shot in our Mishnah. The case over here is that the threshold was considered a caramelous. It was four fucking wide, but it was lower than ten fucking high. And therefore, there was a Rishusa Rabbim that was going right in front of this Askufa, and behind the Askufa, there was actually Rishus Yachin. So there was a Rishus Yachin, then an Askufa, there was a threshold, and then there was a Rishus Rabbim. And therefore, if it would be falling in the Rishus Rabbim in a way that I'm still holding it, and all I have to drag it in the Rishus Rabbim is less than four Amis, the Nuffle, even if it would be falling in that area, and I'll bring it back onto the Askufa, which is going from Rishus Rabbim to a Kamalist, there's no Chiyub Chathis at all, therefore, Shalai Rabbanan, therefore, the Rabbanan will matter you. But since if it falls, and I have to drag it more than four Amis, the if it would fall out of your hands and actually drag it in the four armies of the Rishis Rabbim, you would be because you're not allowed to carry more than four armies in the Rishis Rabbim. Therefore, even though it's a safer, we would still say that we'd be guys in that case, even Lafi, Divari Rabbi Huda. The Gemara is, if you go on Lafi, Divari Rabbi Huda, and he says you're guys in the Shavuos, even by Kisvah Kodesh, then Lachari, Hachi, Tachtal Rabbis, Nami, Nigzildum, Ayam, Rishis Rabbim, Rishis Rabbim, Lafi, Rabbi Huda, that even if it's within four armies in Rishis Rabbim, and you're only dragging four armies, we should still be guys. Because maybe you'll fall out of your hand, you'll go and pick it up in the Rishis Ram, and you'll carry it through the camels into Rishis Yachid, and that's going to be an Isra Deraisa because you're making Akir in Rishis Ram and Hanoch in Rishis Yachid. If you're going to say the Pshad is since you're walking through a camels, there's no problem because even though you made Akir in Rishis Ram and Hanoch in Rishis Yachid, but the fact that you split up that area and you went through an area that's not either Rishis Ram or Rishis Yachid, maybe that won't be an Isra. But I'm wrong. Rav specifically says, if someone's carrying an item which is Rabbim and he carries it more than four armies and he's holding it above his head which is a Makam Torah you're still going to be Chayv because Lemaisa you may not cure an Anacha in Rishis Rabbim but we clearly see as Rashi explains keep it in the Makam Torah as long as he didn't make the Hanacha in the Makam Torah that doesn't change anything since that cure was in Rishis Rabbim and you then went four armies in Rishis Rabbim and you put it down to his Hanacha in Rishis Rabbim Hachanami here also Lemahani keep it in the Makam the fact that it actually went through that Skufa doesn't Change anything since there was no anacha. Alpha got the Doris Allah, Lava Nachas Gufa you, Ellen Kane Armad Lafish. Unless you actually stopped in the Askufa, it would not pat you. You may not cure in Rishis Rabbim and Hanachan Rishis Yachin. So Lachay, we should make a Xero. And the Gemara now gives two truths. Hachamay Eskina, number one, we could be talking about Skufa Rucha. It's a very long threshold. So there's a lot of space between Rishis Rabbim and going to the Rishis Yachin. And therefore, that the Hachi Vachi Mitka, by the fact that you're walking, you'll be remembering, oh, it's Shabbos, and therefore I better stop and wait. Over here, and therefore I don't make an akir from Rishus Rabbim directly in Rishus Yachid because I'll have a nocha in the Askufa, which is a kamas, and then I'll continue going and make a new akira, and then a nocha Rishus Yachid, which is no said all. Or you could say, we could talk about a standard size threshold, but generally people look into a safer while they're walking with it, and therefore they'll be looking into delving in, and he'll stop at some point, and he'll wait while he's in the Askufa, while he's in the kamas. In fact, according to the second shot, we just said, 
Shisham, Fa'ilu Bahadiral Shisyachin. Lukhaim, maybe what he'll do is he'll look into the Khizfakaj while he's in Shisham, and then he won't wait at all in the Kamas, and he'll walk directly in Shisyachin and make a Hanakh over there, and Lukhari to Shbi and Issa. And the Gemara answers will feed the second terrets that we're talking about over here, that you're going from a Shisram through the Kamas into a Shisyachin, but still we're not concerned about because Hamani Ben Azai will go and feed the Shit Ben Azai, the Ammahal Kaim Dami, he holds that when someone's walking, it's as if he stops every time this person takes a step, it's considered like he makes Hanukkah, and therefore it's not going from Rosh Hashanah directly into Rosh Hashanah. You're going from Rosh Hashanah, you're stopping in, in the Kamalist because at that point when you're on that skufa, even if you don't actually stop, you're walking through it, that's considered enough of a Hanukkah that you're not considered going directly in Rosh Hashanah, and then when you make Hanukkah in Rosh Hashanah, you actually didn't go directly from Rosh Hashanah into a Rosh Hashanah, and therefore there's no reason for the Zerah over here. But the Gemara is again, Vidil Mazarak, Lumbizarak, Enechanami, if he walks from Rosh Hashanah through that skufa to Rosh Hashanah, there's no problem with Ben Azai, but even Ben Azai agrees that if you throw something from a Shisurabim and it goes through a Kamalist and then it lands with Shisuyachin, there's an Issa Durai. So, might have been that Ben Azai is Maida, that the Zurich Lavka Imidami, we don't consider it like it stopped in that area. Over here, we're talking specifically by Kisvah Kaidish. And by Kisvah Kaidish, of course, we don't throw it, that would be a Bazayan. And since that's not normal for someone to throw Kisvah Kaidish, therefore, there will be no reason for the Zera or to Zrika. And we continue to explain the Mishnah, like we said that if it's loaded in tentfach and the din is you turn it over. Well, Mishari, how can you turn over something that's kisve kaidish? By time we learned in the brayso, kaisve sarin tefillin mezuzus. People that are kaisve of sparim tefillin mezuzus, they're a seifa loytir and lapachiri al panel. We don't allow them to turn it over on its face because that's a bazillion of hegdish. El paris less a begin. If you want to protect it from dirt, just spread on top of it a begin, and this way it'll be protected. So over here, how can you turn it over? We're trying to protect it that you don't have bazillion of hegdish. That is bizarre of Hagdish. The Gemara answers, Hashem Efsha, Hachalay Efsha. Over there, we're talking about a case where you can. It's regular weekday. You take a beggar and you place it on it. But in our case, it was Loy Efsha. Rashi says, What do you mean, Loy Efsha? Shane Loy Beggar Lifers. He doesn't have a beggar to spread over it, and therefore, we just tell him to turn it over. Tyson points out, Pirish couldn't be shown to Ain Loy Beggar Mazuman or Vikinim Pirish Kain. Tafilu Yeshla, even if he had a beggar, Maisatan to Asal Gailai, Etzlai, Asal Lifers, just like you now let it go and remove it and pull it towards you. Also, you now take a beggar from your shus and put it over the safer, and therefore, of course, on Shabbos there's a problem because it's loy efsha. Even if you had a beggar, the Gemara says be loy apich. It could be zayin kisvakayish tray, and therefore, if you don't turn over, there'll be major be zayin kaidish because you can't place a beggar on it. The Gemara continues. We said in Mishnah, if it's lower than ten tefachim and it's closer to the shus around the din is that you now will be goyla towards you, and you have to place it upside down in order that there shouldn't be any be of kaidish. But the Gemara asks, Mahalei nach lechayra over here. What are we talking about? If it's dropped below ten tefachim, but it actually didn't rest on anything, there's no isidrais over here, and there shouldn't be an isidrabbanan because the only time you can say that the isidrabbanan is only if I would actually not be holding it in my hand and it'll be in the exact same spot. For example, over here where it's actually not noch in the rishisuram, therefore I would still be able to be goyled into the rishisuram because there was no akira from rishisuram into rishisuram. So why would there be xera over here at all? Rabbi Rabbi says because Mishup, we're talking about over here that between the gag and the ground rishisuram. The wall was actually not straight; it was actually on a slope, and therefore the wall was protruding a little bit. And then, when the actual scroll went down, it landed on the wall within ten tefachim of the ground. Therefore, there was an akira. Since I'm holding it in my hand, really, midrashim is no problem. But we're worried that if it would drop out of here, you would go and take it, and therefore it would be a derisadikah because you make akira off the wall and bring it into your rishus on the gag, which is rishus yachin. That's why it's also I'm going to buy a buy. We spank to rubber, but my kintlemasis because we're sure you're telling me we're talking about a slope wall. Aim is safe. Let's see the saver. I feel 
Right now, the Havamina Gemara thinks Rabbi Huda is arguing on the Tanakama and saying that even if it's not off the ground except a drop, you would still be able to be Goyle Etzlai. The Tanakama is correct. It's within 10 Tvachim and it was Nach. It should be awesome to do that. What's the difference if Moyachot or if it's within 10 Tvachim? And the Gemara answers When do we make a difference between higher or lower than 10 Tvachim? Was by a slope wall since there is an actual Hanacha in the Ram, and then we turn to if it's above three tvachim, since it didn't actually have a nacha, and you don't say over there the din of lovin, so then you can still get, take it back because it was never a nacha. But since it's lower than three tvachim, and now you would say the din of lovin and it's considered like it's on the ground, then again, you would have a nacha in the Rishis Ram. Therefore, I would have to actually now make it a kir in Rishis Ram to take it back to me in the Rishis Yachid, and even though I'm actually holding the safer, and therefore there's no Isidrais over here, but Midrabana, we say it's us to do because maybe you'll drop it and it will be a case where if you did it in that case, it will be us Midraisa. And on this din of the Tanakama, we said where it wasn't sloped and therefore it was no Anacha. And he said, once it's within three Tvachim, we say love it and it's considered like it's on the ground. Done that, Rabbi Huda I feel that I don't agree with Tanakama because we don't have a concept of love it over there. Why? Because the halachic din of love it cannot create a Matthias that it was Nach. Like the Gemara explains, that the only way to be considered actually be nach, but the gate din of hanacha for Shabbos, it needs to physically have hanacha on a mashu. But over here, even if it's win two and three, and there's a din of lovin, that still doesn't change the mitzvahs, and there's no hanacha in the rishis ram. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says, I'm not goyzo until it actually hits the ground. Now, Hadam Rav on that Gemara says, L'chayu Rav says, Teich Shlosh Rabbanan Tzarech hanacha al gabi mashu. That anything that's within three according to Rabbanan is hanacha al gabi mashu. L'chayu Rav's whole din. It's going to be based on a machlekes. Lefina Tanakama, you don't say such a svar. It's only for Rabbi Huda. Rabbi says this, and Lefina it's based on a machlekes Tanayim. The Gemara says no. El Kula Rabbi Huda. Really, the entire Mishnah, the entire part of the ratio and the middle case of the Mishnah is all Rabbi Huda. When do we say such a thing? Because Meshupa, that's the difference between ten tefachim and more than ten tefachim. But if it's not a slope wall, I feel the pachim b'shloish tefachim. Even it will be within three tefachim. You could still grow it. Towards you because Rabbi Huda, I mean, Rabbi Huda says, I feel like animals talking about Arts Amalekhut, Gaila Etzlai, my time in the Bina Hanacha Gabi Mashu, because everyone agrees to this far of Rabba that Taish Shlesha, Tsarach Hanacha, Al Gabi Mashu. We don't say that the Allah Din of Lavid can create a Mitzis that is actual Hanacha in the Rishus Rabbim. We continue with the Mishnah. Ziz Shalfnecha Loy, Nice Love and Nightly Men of Bishavis. If there's a ledge which was protruding out from a wall on the side of a home and is ten Tvachim above the ground and four Tvachim wide, then you let it go and carry. From inside the house, which is a Rishis Yachid, and you could go and place something onto the Ziz or take something from the Ziz into the house because both are considered a Rishis Yachid. Where is the Ziz extending into? If it's going and facing into Rishis Rabbim, then we should have the regular Chashash that maybe anything that I place on a ledge might fall into Rishis Rabbim, and then I'll go carry from Rishis Rabbim back into Rishis Yachid, which is an Isidoraisa. It must be protruding into Rishis Yachid. If that's the case, of course you could carry it into your house. We're talking about it's going into Rishisraim. The only kalim that you allowed to place on it and actually use this ledge for are only kalim that could break. Like Rashi says, It was earthenware and glass kalim that if they would fall, they would actually break. And therefore, the Therefore, even if it would fall in Rishisraim, they would break. And there's no chash, maybe you go and carry them from the Rishisraim into Rishisraim.
Tamin Tamin Tamin. How we have a price exactly like this? Zishol Pnei Achaloi Na Yisul Shusurabim. Here it says clearly in the price that it's going into Shusurabim. Nice love Kaaris Vikaisis Kitanis Zutsuchas. We're talking about all things that are fragile and can break. Plates, cups, pitchers, and flasks. And your ladder actually be mishdamish on the entire length of this ledge. It doesn't have to be directly next to the window. It could be anywhere as long as the ledge is not within ten tefachim of the rishus ram. Otherwise, that of course the ledge becomes like a rishus ram. The brayse adds in two different dinim. If there would be another ledge under this one, you could be mishdamish by. You could use that. However, the upper one ain't mishdamish by You're only allowed to use it if it's directly next to the window. Now this din of the elyon is very cryptic. We just said before that you're allowed to use something that as long as it's ten tefachim high, there's no problem to use it because you're going from a shusyachid to a shusyachid, and we're talking about breakable and fragile kalim, and therefore there's no shash. Maybe I'll go bring it from the shusram. And over here we just said that you can't use it even if it's next to the chaloin. So frankly, what type of ziz? What type of ledge are we referring to? If the ziz doesn't have four tefachim makab then this is actually a makab torah. You should be able to use it even when it's next to the chaloin. What does that mean? Rashi says, We know that every makab if I want to take something and go from Rosh Hashanah and place something on makab and then wait there and relax and then take that package and move it back from the makab into Rosh Hashanah, that's completely mutter. The same didn't apply from Rosh Hashanah to a makab Torah, makab Torah to a Rosh Hashanah. You just now take something from Rosh Hashanah onto makab and then the Rabbana go into Rosh Hashanah. It's a separate thing that we had many times. Rashi continues. However, to use it consistently, we don't allow you. Since it's a small area and it's a ledge that something could fall off because it's less than four tefachim, therefore things would fall into shiram. Even though we just explained it, we're talking about fragile kalim. That's only when at least it's four tefachim. It won't fall because it's four tefachim wide. Since Rave Kalim that you placed it will eventually fall because it's on a very precarious Makam, Mexican man, the shuttle led to it will look like you threw it directly to Shisram, and therefore we would say it's also. And the Gemara continues, and if it was fought fucking wide, but Kuli Kaisel Shtamish, why can't you use the entire amount and the entire length of this Kaisel, of this protruding ledge? The Gemara says, We're talking about a case where the lower ledge was fought fucking wide, and as we said, as long as it's 10 fucking high, you could still carry from there because. Was, you're going from a shishiyachid to a shishiyachid, and the elyon less be'abah. However, the upper ledge does not have four tefachim, and therefore it's a makab torah. However, the windowsill together with the ledge adds up to four tefachim. Therefore, kenegel chaloyin mishdamish. Over there, by the chaloyin, you can be mishdamish It's like an extension of the chaloyin, and therefore we don't say that that's a makab torah. We look at it as a shishiyachid. However, the rest of the area on the right and left of the window, you won't be able to use it because since it's less than four tefachim, therefore it's a makab torah. And as Rashi explains, that's and we will allow you to do that as we explained, and we will stop over here.